0: Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and follow your soul calling with crystals. Hello and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we're talking about the healing properties of red jasper, a crystal for passion and helping you find your life purpose. But before we get started, I'd like to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own question anytime at loveandlightschool.com ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. So today's question comes from Kelly and Kelly says, Many schools are doing virtual learning now. I was wondering if there were crystals that you would recommend to help students with this change and if there's a specific way to use them. So Kelly, this is a great question and super relevant as more and more students are now doing distance learning, whether that means your little kiddos or your college students. So in general, I think some crystals that would be really helpful would be things for focus like rainbow fluorite and golden tiger's eye. Those are always my go-tos when I'm learning something new, but also something like carnelian to keep them motivated, to keep them excited about what they're learning, even under these really difficult circumstances that are so different than what most kids are used to. Now, in terms of how to use these crystals, Kelly said, you know, should they be put in a grid? Like, what's the deal? Yes, you could do a grid. That is always an option. But frankly, for something like this, I really see a benefit in letting kids, and again, whether this means little kiddos in elementary school, grade school, or if it means even us, if we're doing distance learning as adults. I think having those crystals on or near you while you're trying to learn something new or giving them to your kids, as long as, of course, they're old enough to be trusted not to put them in their mouths or something like that. You don't want to take any chances that way, but they can be great points of focus and stress relievers, right? I mean, so many kids are really struggling with online learning right now. And I say this as an observer, I am not a parent myself, but watching my friends with children and connecting with my students and other people online, I see that like a lot of what kids are struggling with right now is they're stressed out. They're anxious. They aren't dealing with these changes very well, just as many of us adults are having a hard time too. So having that crystal as a physical touchstone, as a little stress reliever, right? A lot of parents saw the benefit of those little fidget spinner things. I'm sure you all remember that craze. Maybe that's still going on now. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a parent, so I'm not always privy to the latest fashionable things in terms of childhood trends. But I know at least, especially for me personally, for my students, having something that is tactile, having something that you can touch is a way of getting you in your body is a way of getting you grounded and centered. And this is especially true of kids. Kids, do best when they can explore and learn and play and use their imagination. So I would say rather than, you know, confining these crystals to something really rigorous or strict, like a crystal grid, let them kind of use their imaginations and how they want to work with these crystals. Let them have fun, let them play, let them use their imagination, release any of that stress or anxiety that they might be having, and it can be so helpful. And you can talk to them when giving them their special crystal and let them know, you know, this is to help you with school. This is to help you find your focus. This is to help you enjoy yourself Um, and let it be something that naturally unfolds, that feels magical to them. So Kelly, thank you so much for that amazing question. I hope that that was helpful for you. And remember, if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer for you about crystals, spirituality, or anything else you're curious about right now, you can let me know over at loveandlightschool.com ask. And now it's time for us to dive into our main topic for today, the healing properties of red jasper. So this is a really common stone, and I find it's one of those that because it's so common is often overlooked, or some people find it to be a little bit boring, right? It's not super glitzy or sparkly or anything like that, and so it can tend to be overlooked. But red jasper has some amazing qualities to it. Now, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for some time, I always like to start these healing properties episodes with an affirmation that I like to go to or turn to while I'm working with each crystal. So this is what came through for Red Jasper. I am fully in touch with my creative fire, my passion, and my purpose in life. So let's really dig into red jasper. What are some of its common properties? Well, because it's this vibrant red color, it is great for promoting grounding, really getting you into your body. It's also used to encourage Justice, And I was really thinking about why this might be considered a common trait of this crystal. And I think that it has to do with the crystal getting its coloration, its red color, predominantly from iron or hematite and hematite has a long history of being used to win legal battles, to win courtroom battles, to let justice prevail. And I think that because the red Jasper contains that iron, that deep red iron, there's something about it that comes through for encouraging justice. It also stimulates intuitive insight And it can provide you with some perspective into your problems and challenges and how you can overcome them. And this really has a lot to do with its capability as a grounding crystal. When you're really rooted into the present moment and you're not worried about the past or anxious about the future, you're in that kind of perfect space for just looking at things exactly as they are without that interference of kind of fear and distraction. So it really lets you focus in on any issues that you're up against and find creative solutions. It's also excellent for helping you remember your dreams. In fact, um, many, many years ago now, probably back in like 2007, 2008, if I had to guess, I did my very first crystal grid around a space and I did it around my bed and it was all about promoting dreams and astral travel as well as dream recall. I was doing a lot of deep dream work at that time and I found that red jasper was so helpful for dream recall because it has that grounding quality to it. So if you are working on, you know, dream journaling, trying to remember your dreams and interpreting them, red jasper can be really helpful. It's also an excellent stone for helping you assert your personal boundaries. It has to do with that connection to the root chakra, with that grounding energy, um, but it's also a protection crystal. So it helps you feel secure while you're communicating what your boundaries are and keeping those intact. And let's just be real for a minute. And I think throughout the pandemic, Um, And what's been happening this year, personal boundaries have become more important than ever as we're in close quarters with those that we love and as we become more assertive about what feels safe, comfortable, and supportive in our workplaces. But Red Jasper isn't just kind of heavy-handed, it can also bring peace and calming. Again, through this grounding, through this stability that it provides, it focuses you into some present moment consciousness. And there's something that just sweeps over you in this state of calm when you can really be present in the moment. It also encourages you to lend a helping hand. So to be generous, to be supportive of others, to be compassionate, or it can encourage you to receive a helping hand being lent by others. Sometimes our problem isn't in giving, but it's in receiving. So Red Jasper really helps you strike a balance there. It also promotes journey work and astral travel, as I mentioned, um, in connection to dream work, And it enhances protection, great for protection magic, protection spells, anything like that. And it's a cleanser of the etheric body or the aura. So often we think of light and bright crystals for cleansing, things like selenite, clear quartz, but red jasper has this way of grounding out any stagnant energy, any unwanted energy that is really amazing to work with. Now, a little known fact about red jasper is that it can help facilitate accurate pendulum dowsing sessions. And in the video that I made to accompany this week's podcast episode and blog post, you can actually see this in action. So, a really simple way to work with red jasper in this way is to hold a red jasper crystal in your non dominant hand. So, your receiving hand, the hand that you sense and receive energy with. So the opposite of the hand that you write with, and then hold the pendulum in your dominant hand or the hand that you write with, and just allow yourself to kind of absorb and breathe in the energy of that red Jasper into your receptive side. And then in your dominant hand, holding the pendulum and letting that expression of energy come through you. And it really does help just get you grounded, get you calm and centered so that your pendulum dowsing sessions are more accurate because you're not distracted. You're in the present moment. And that all contributes to you being less attached to the outcome. I'd be so curious for those of you listening right now, because this is something I have definitely struggled with in my pendulum dowsing. You know, I'm, I have a pretty strong will. I'm a pretty strong willed person. And I find that if I'm really overly attached to the outcome or the answer of a pendulum session, then the pendulum just tells me what I want to hear. You know what I mean? It's almost like subconsciously or energetically, my mind is controlling the movements of the pendulum more than I'm getting an accurate pendulum rating. So for me, I really struggle with using a pendulum for any kind of intuitive work or divination session and for me I have to stick a little bit more with using a pendulum to read energy um in the aura over the chakra centers things like that so Working with the red Jasper has been a bit of a game changer for me. And for the first time, I've actually been able to do a little bit of intuitive divination with my pendulum, asking for answers to questions and things like that without being too attached to the answer or having my personal desires kind of influence the outcome of the pendulum dowsing session. So if you want to see that kind of in action, pop over to the blog at loveandlightschool.com blog, and you can check out the article all about the healing properties of red jasper. The video is there. It's also up on my YouTube channel. Now further, Red Jasper can really stimulate courage and enhance your personal willpower. So if you're finding that you're coming up against a challenge or an obstacle and you really need a little courage to get you through, working with a Red Jasper can be really helpful. It also helps you organize your environment. So if you are on a little bit of a kick or a mission to get your space organized before we are all quarantined for the winter, then this can be such a helpful stone. And in contrast, if you're in the Southern hemisphere and things are just warming up a bit more and you haven't done your spring cleaning yet, then work with some red jasper for a little bit of motivation to help get things clean and tidy and organized. So a lot of us have seen a few examples of red jasper, maybe you even have one or two in your crystal toolkit, but the color of this stone really ranges from kind of a brick red to a dark blood red and everything in between. Sometimes there are even little fissures and inclusions of some quartzy material, some hematite. Or other little bands of material, depending on where the jasper has come from and what was going on geologically. As I've mentioned a few times, its associated chakra is the first chakra or root chakra. It's connected with the zodiac signs of Aries and Capricorn, and it's related to the elements of earth and fire. It's companion flower is Crocosmia, which is a beautiful kind of exotic looking flower and um, often ranges from bright orange to bright red. It's companion essential oil is cinnamon bark, nice and spicy and motivating. So it makes a great companion to the red jasper and its companion stone is blue kyanite. I found that these two crystals together really balance each other out and work great together. The best red jasper is found in India and in several places throughout Africa, and particularly some of the African jaspers have a vibrant, beautiful color to them. So talking a little bit about that zodiac connection that red jasper has You know, if we think about Aries, um, Aries is such a passionate sign. It's ruled by the planet Mars and red Jasper kind of amplifies that warrior spirit that we associate with Mars while at the same time helping us keep our emotions under control. So it gives you that courage, gives you that motivation and fiery passion while help keeping you clear headed, clear minded and able to move forward. But kind of contrary to what this might imply, it's also a stone of the divine feminine and has long been associated with childbirth and courage in women. For healing, red jasper is also strongly associated with the blood. Now, I also work with red jasper at the time of the hunter's moon. Red jasper is a stone that kind of um, calls upon that reverence and dignity and honor and respect that was shown to animals that were killed during the time of the hunt. And so this stone has a really primal energy to it. Remember I said it was deeply connected with blood and the blood mysteries. And all of this helps you better understand the earth's natural cycles and the cycles of life and death. So looking at a bit of lore about red jasper, when we consult historical sources, ancient sources, about this stone, it gets a little bit murky because writers often used the word jasper to refer to any opaque stone. So it isn't always easy to be sure exactly what mineral ancient writers were talking about. But in general, the brick red form of jasper has long been associated with strength and grounding. The ancient Egyptians, for example, considered red jasper to be the blood of Isis, along with carnelian. Both stones were actually used representatively for the blood of Isis. And it was believed that a teardrop-shaped red jasper pendant would give the soul the courage it needed to face the god Osiris for one's judgment the next world now if you're familiar with jasper at all you know that red jasper is just one of very many varieties of jasper now jaspers are primarily quartz material so silicon dioxide which has been broken down and reformed within the earth often on its journey picking up traces of other minerals in this process. So red jasper, as I mentioned, for example, contains traces of iron or hematite, but more complex jaspers might even include veins or small pieces of other minerals. And some jaspers that we know as jaspers commercially are actually agates or rhyolites or pretty much anything else. Um, think of something like bumblebee jasper. That's actually not a true jasper at all because it's not primarily a quartz-based cryptocrystalline mineral. So it, it's pretty interesting how a lot of times, you know, even still, we use the term jasper to refer to any opaque stone. In general, though, what all these varieties of jasper have in common, and again, we're talking generalizations here are grounding and a connection to mother earth. And sometimes the really heavily patterned ones have kind of a common thread in that they're associated with creativity and mental focus. So I hope that kind of shines a light on red Jasper and that it has gotten you a little bit more connected to the energy of this stone. So that wraps up our main segment for today, but now it's time for our trending this week segment. As you know, each week I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality right now, or something that I'm loving that I just want to share with all of you. So this week, I want to talk to you about something that has been on my mind for months and months and months, but has come particularly front and center given that I live in Wisconsin. So for me, what's trending this week is to stay home and wear a damn mask. (laughs) That's That's about what I have to say. Um, for all of you who are thinking about making holiday plans, for those of you who are, you know, worried about gift giving and shopping and things like that, I understand it's like the natural um kind of progression of you know, as the weather gets colder and we think about our family gatherings and things like that. But I just implore you, I beg you, anyone who's listening. To please keep each other safe. Keep your friends, your family, your community safe. If and when any time that's possible for you to stay home, please choose to stay home. If you do have to go out, please wear a mask. Please take care of each other. Please keep each other safe. Please call a friend, a family member, check on them to see how they're doing. This is what we need right now. More than gift giving, more than a rush to support big retailers who are already immensely profiting off of this pandemic, please care for one another. Please take care of each other. Please keep each other safe. So make some calls, get on the phone and check on people you haven't spoken to, drop off a meal for someone that you know is alone right now, and please commit to getting through this pandemic by keeping yourself and your friends and your family and your community safe because that is the gift that we all need this season. Well, that is it for today. I hope that you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com blog. If you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave me a quick rating and a review at loveandlightschool.com iTunes. And I wanted to take a moment to give a huge shout out today to MLV. MLV left a five-star rating and a review, and they say, new to crystals. I'm new to crystal loving and enjoy listening to this podcast to learn more. I've always loved the beauty of crystals, but never really focused on the energy they contain with this podcast. A newbie like me was able to have a better understanding Thank you so much for sharing this love and knowledge with love, always crystal blessings. So MLV, thank you so much for taking the time to leave me that review. I always get so excited when I see a new review up on iTunes, it helps other people find the show and it lets me know that you're all out there listening, that you're enjoying the episodes and taking time to kind of absorb everything. So that brings me to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy. I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, stay safe, be well, and crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Connect with us online at loveandlightschool.com or on social at Love and Light School.